What's up, everyone? Welcome to an episode of Any Kind Podcast. We are going to review episode two of The Mandalorian. I'm Michael, joined by Tama, Anthony, Bryson. Hey. What's up? Oh, how's it? And yeah, we're recording this a little late. We, we're going to just basically chain release these videos, but oh, no, audio. But yeah, um, episode two of Mandalorian, uh, it was kind of a slow start. Episode one was like a slow. I feel like they should release episode one and two together. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I feel like it, it's it's so weird because we're coming from the Last of Us to this. It's like you have a high bar, and it's like Mando is good, but it's not the Last of Us good. <laughs> Which isn't a knock on anything because nothing right now on TV is the Last of yeah. Us good. So, but um, um, before we go into detail, like overall, hey Tama, what do you think about the episode? <laughs> Yeah, so like for like episode two, like Tamo, what did you think about it? Um, I thought it was alright. It was definitely better than the first one. The first one was very slow, building up a lot of like uh, story plots and whatnot, trying to just set up everything. Number the first episode was way too much setup, and then the second one, kind like you said, slow build, and then it kind of like it. It was alright, like like you said, Last of Us just set such a high bar that. Um, Mandel just has to really work hard to to reach that. But I did like the little little hints here and there um, about Grogu and how he's getting um, stronger and 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 becoming more mature. So like how he was uh, Mandel was trying to teach him uh, stuff about the spaceship. I think that was in episode two, right? Um, and just you know, just little things like that. And I, I thought that was really cool. I, I can't wait to see how that develops for Grogu. I do have questions about droids, but we'll get there when uh, we get there. It's not so much of a question as a kind of a, like, what are you doing, Mandalorian? Um, Anthony, what did you think about episode two? Do you remember episode two? Because it's kind of like, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, episode, yeah, episode two is the one where he actually first time goes back to Mandalore. Okay. So I think episode two for me was, I don't know, like, I think when I was watching it, I just I I keep I kept thinking that it was like a waste for him to go and doing all this stuff just to be like accepted back into the I guess the creed yeah the creed and then the way and stuff like that so it was kind of like another slow episode for me just because like why are you t- t- you know spending all your time doing this blah blah, blah. um but I mean it, it was a good episode I think from what I remember. But I can't remember too much of it right now. I remember more of like episode. It's, it's so hard because when you watch something like back to back, is you almost like see it as like one long storyline. Yeah, because so, like yeah. you think it, you think the story is this when it's actually the episode before or the episode, the episode after. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's okay when we break it down more in, into the um, more later in the podcast, we'll we'll have more clarity. But Bryson, anything you remember off the top of your head from episode two? Yes. You know, I, <laughs> I was talking to my coworkers about it. You know it's hilarious. So I know this is episode three, but you remember when he gives the the vial of water to the the arborer? I'm like, why'd you have to jump in the water for? If that was the case. I don't get it. But, bro, do you know what baptisms are, bro? Yeah, I know what baptisms are, but I'm like, they're a religious yeah. cult, man. Come on, <laughs> like, like, literally a religious cult, dude. I'm like, I, I don't know. Episode two is okay. Yeah, I don't know. This, this season's been slow. The the one thing that I liked, and I'm pretty sure this was episode two. Didn't he first go to Tatooine? Yeah. So the episode starts with him um stopping at Tatooine, which is 
I love Tatooine because it has this history of Star Wars, but also like this, this is a giant ass universe, and the one place you want to go to is Tatooine. I get that it's familiar familiar place for him, but like, is there any other places that have like I don't know that sell parts? But I, but I love that mechanic girl. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The thing I was gonna mention what I mentioned earlier was the thing that bothered me about was the, this whole episode. He's like, he wants. Oh, in episode one, he goes back to um, um, I can't remember the um name of the place that he went to, but he goes back to get the the killing droid. What do you remember the killing droid? The IG eighty eight. Yeah. And he says like, I only want this droid. I need him to scan the stuff. And then he goes here, and it's like. We get it because in the first season he hates droids. He doesn't trust droids. And this five, it's like, this episode like within like a minute, she's like, "You should take this R five unit." He's like, "Uh, okay, I'll take him." It's like, bro, what was the point of going back to get your killer droid? And then, <laughs> but the R five unit is a it's a callback right to New Hope. Yeah, yeah, that that's the R five that um, uh, Owen originally bought, and then his motivator blew up, and then they got R two after that. So he he that R that R five has been in Star Wars, uh, kind of a lot. If you look in the background real closely, I, I'm not gonna even lie. I thought that was a droid from um, Rebels. Uh, How dare you insult Chopper like that? Yeah, I know. I was like, mm. oh, Chopper would have been like, yeah, <laughs> it looked like an old. Like, one more time, one more time. And I was like, no, that's not it. I don't think so, but yeah. Uh, that droid sucks. <laughs> and then we have Mando going to Mandalore for the first time. It's kind of interesting to see how the, all the storms, and then once you break through the storm, it's like, even though it's destroyed, and it's kind of interesting for people who watch Clone Wars and um, Rebels, we've seen it when it was fully operational and beautiful. And then now you just see basically it's a wasteland of crystal, which is pretty cool how they use the green crystals. And um, yeah, it's definitely livable. Well, at least it looks livable. And then we find out it actually is when they land on the planet. Um, I can't remember the um the name of those creatures that he encountered when they land. Yeah, I mean, um, they're Alamites? I think so. Yeah, Alamites, I think they're called. But Mando fights him with a Darksaber. <laughs> and Mando still can't handle the Darksaber, which is what's kind of funny. He's like, bro, haven't you been practicing when no one's looking? He, he He's just not worthy. I don't know why he isn't worthy, but... The dark saber doesn't deem him worthy, and that that's what confused me because a lot of other people have used the dark saber before. In in Boba Fett, the armor mentions that like you have to like it's it's almost like you're using a force. You have to like you don't fight the saber. You just have to let the saber flow. And Matt, I don't know what you think because it's been two years since he got Grogu back. You think in between that time he'd be swinging that thing around like trying to practice with it? I guess not. He's just so busy. Like, I gotta go to the waters. I gotta go to the waters. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's just a part of it. Maybe he's like he doesn't feel like he is worthy. Maybe and that's he did like try to give it up as soon as he got it. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. Maybe it's like it's this whole like it's, it sounds like yeah. he's going through a whole identity crisis type thing where it's just like, what is he gonna? What what is he doing? Like, yeah, like he he doesn't want it. Technically, he, he's mentioned that multiple times. He doesn't actually want the the yeah. the leadership of Mandalore. I guess you could that's, say. I mean, did, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You think. And Bokan, I'm I'm interested to see the reason why because Sabine wanted it in combat. Sabine gave it to her and she took it. I'm wondering if there's like a loophole in like their in their beliefs where it's like if you are given the stuff and then you lose it in combat because we don't know what happened between her having it and Gideon and getting it. Well, they 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 actually I'm I forget where, but they actually did mention it somewhere. I don't know if it was the comics or or the people behind it talked about it, but. The, the, the whole, the whole belief is that if you don't win it through combat, it becomes more of a curse than a symbol. And 
after she got it from um, Sabine, she became leader for a little while. And she mentioned this very slightly. She she became leader of Mandalore for a little while, but because in in her people's mind, because she didn't win the saber, uh, her rule was destined to fail, which it did. And Mandalore f- got destroyed, and a lot of people, a lot of like true Mandalorians, see it as her fault because of the dark saber. Yeah, it's a, it's a. I'm hoping they they address it fully when it time comes of like the reasoning why she's like won't take it unless she wins it in combat. Also, can't you just like, okay, I'm gonna fight you, uh, Mando, and the Mando's like, I quit, <laughs> <laughs> right? You just want him in combat, technically, or do you have to like beat his ass for everybody? Like, I don't, I don't understand. Um, Mando didn't even beat Gideon in front of anybody. That's true. Well, if it's conspiracy, he's just actually working with them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, so Mando he wins uh, he wins that battle but sloppy style. And he goes down and we, he goes um it's funny because he's looking for the living waters and I'm guessing he just is like, I'm gonna try to go to the lowest possible to the lowest point I can go to. And he comes across like a basically a Mandalorian graveyard, it looks like a whole bunch of armor. I'm just like, steal that armor, melt it down. <laughs> and then he goes and the best way I can describe this thing is it looks like a crab. Yeah, what is that? I've never seen that. I'm guessing that um, General Grievous basically turned into a crab. Oh. <laughs> no, but it legit looks like a crab. <laughs> You're not Kenobi. No, I, thought we, I, I thought we agreed that was Mace Windu's hand. Oh, and God. he gets like injected with some kind of like, I'm guessing a version of like kind of sleepy pill thing or sleepy liquid. Yeah. And he tells Grogu to get Bo-Katan. And she, he goes to get her, which is a, th- a callback also too, because before that, on there, before they land the Mandalore, like Tom Moses earlier, Mandel was teaching him like how to, the navigation system works, and it pays off. And it shows that he's growing as a fifty-something-year-old kid that <laughs> he's learning. And Bo, at first, Bo's like, "I'm gonna end this," and like, "Oh, she's gonna fuck up Mandel," but Mandel's not there. And then Bo goes there, and thankfully, Bo shows everyone how badass she is, which I'm so glad because if you never watch Clone Wars or Rebels, you, you, you're you're not aware of how much of a badass other Mandalorians are and when she's uh fighting that thing she she gets a dark saber and she wields it the way it's supposed to be with it like a like a regular lightsaber which was refreshing at that point I would have been if I was Mandalorian like you know what just keep it <laughs> you beat me in combat remember <laughs> I passed out but yeah it that that fight scene was it was like I got so excited because we we don't really see much uh combat stuff like that in live action anymore even in the new trilogy where the greatest uh jedi is we don't see a lot of a good uh battle with sabers well well, luke did battle that uh you know kylo ren you know you're talking about him right the greatest jedi ever yeah luke skywalker right yeah there's skywalker that's skywalker (laughs) she goes she goes by ray Ray, Ray Skywalker. <laughs> you know that shirt that you have that you don't tell anyone about? Wait, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Ray Scott. Worst. <laughs> I don't wear garbage. Worst. After she uh she saves uh Mando, they go and then she makes the the, the pog soup. That was so funny to me because he had no idea what it was. It's like, bro, it's like you grew up on welfare and you don't know what ha- hamburger, hamburger helper is, bro. What's wrong with you? <laughs> It's like right. It's almost a joke. It's like, bro, it's like being American and never eating a cheeseburger. Bro, what's wrong with you? We could only get. We could only buy blue milk. <laughs> and she was like, literally saying, like, every true Mandalorian grows up eating this. And it was funny because she did say, like, oh, the irony, and it is like totally the irony. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro, come on. 
<laughs> I had like a moment where um like um Killmonger, this your king? <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so um she takes him like she's she's not. I'll guide you to the the living waters, and they go, and when they get there, she she almost makes a like a kind of like a mockery of of the whole story and the plaque, and it's funny because when we, when I watched it, I was like, why the hell did Mando just like fall to the bottom? And then I kind of thought this, but on podcast I listened to with the stunt double, he clarified it. He was like, yeah, like he took his jetpack and the armor's heavy, heavy and he just sunk. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense because the armor's heavy as hell. People were like, no, he was pulled down. Like, bruh, if he was pulled down, he would be dead. Like, dead. <laughs> <laughs> but the moment where Abokan saves him, she on the way up, she sees a Mythosaurus, which at this point, every single person in the world thought a Mythosaurus was like extinct or actual myth. And she has a moment where she de- she could tell. Well, we don't see her face, but she has a helmet on, and she basically decides not to say anything to Mando. And I have a feeling that's gonna come into play. Like, bitch, you have a you have a dark saber. I have a mythosaurus. <laughs> well, she she was like she was like, did you hear any? Like, yeah, yeah. Was, or like, see anything alive so, like, down there? Is it yeah? Is it just like I guess it's only seen and heard. Well, the, or the, he just I didn't Mando notice. Was cast out oh, yeah. the, the only sense. the only time uh, a mythosaur was ever like scene was the original Mandalore. In in his legend he he rolled a mythosaur. And that's why they're um they're oh. they're what do you call that? Their yeah. their symbol is a yeah. mythosaur skull. Oh yeah. well that's definitely come to play eventually but yeah but it's from that moment on that you see like you don't act like I said you don't see her face but you see her like questioning everything she knows. You can see it in her her body language. Like the way she's like before like how you said she was making jokes. Yeah. Um her her body language was really like ah this is all fake and this isn't real. But then after that, she literally looked like she was contemplating everything she ever yeah. thought. It was um nice to see the the side of two coins where where Mando arrived in Mandalore. He's this is he only heard the stories and now he's seeing the destruction and he's kind of just taking it all in. But then when Bo arrives, you see her big smile and her just like this is her home. She was a ruler at once, and her sister rooted at once, and it was a. I loved uh, loved how happy she was to see Mandalore again, and it's livable, and they just gotta fix it. Yeah, more or less. They just gotta rebuild, come back <clears throat> together. It's a, It's weird to me because it's like this place is rich in Beskar. Wouldn't you think other like pirates would try to go there just to see, like to see? You don't have to get out of your ship. You just need a droid. Like, I don't. I don't understand. I think they're just, they gotta believe like all the rumors and stuff is just inhabitable and stuff. That's the only thing I can think of. My broke ass would be like, I'll test that thing first immediately. <laughs> or there's just creatures there. Yeah. yeah. True. That just fucked up everybody that's trying to come there. There, there could be more than just what we saw. We don't know exactly yeah. what kind of life was on there. Right? <laughs> there's multiple mythosaurus just chilling around. <laughs> I, that one was alive, right? It, yeah, it, 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 it looked at it. Was it was like sleeping. Oh, okay, okay, that's her. It like it like l- opened its eyes and like stared at her as she floated back up. Yo, that that's scary. That's like one of like my like cr- like the creepiest things I think I could experience. Yeah. Just going going to underwater, going yeah. to deep water, <laughs> seeing something like as like five times as big as you just right in front of your face and just doesn't do anything. Just sits there, yeah. just there, oh, just chilling. That's creepy. <laughs> I I do want to give um. Love to Dave Filoni and John Favreau for bringing in Bo-Katan's shield live action, dude. I fucking love her shield. Yeah, that shield the, the 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 energy shield that they had in the um the Clone Wars was like 
the best. I I the only thing that I thought was weird was on how small it was. But it, it, I guess it makes sense because the the energy to power that shield is probably a lot, so they probably can't make it too big. I wonder if she can adjust the size. Like she can make it bigger and smaller if she wanted to. That would be. I sick. wonder. Maybe if she hooks up to a stronger power source, maybe she can make it larger. Or yeah. maybe there's like attachments for it. Yeah. And um the one the one part of the episode I also liked was um the interaction between Grogu and Bokatan. How after she jacks up those those creatures, she looks at Grogu and is like, You think your dad was the only Mandalorian? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. And yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's like us people us us four who who've watched like the the cartoons and stuff. We know the, the amount of Mandalorians or other Mandalorians is and how badass majority of them are. And it's like, it's actually kind of funny because if you actually look at the overall of the story, Mando isn't that really good of a, a Mandalorian fighter. No. No, he's like, he's like, he can, he can handle his own and what people's ass, but he's not on the level of like a Bo-Katan. You, you, you know what makes him actually better than most Mandalorians is his armor. His armor is actually pure Beskar. And even during the Clone Wars, uh, most Mandalorian armor weren't pure Beskar because it was actually kind of more rare. Than, so they've been mixing it with other stuffs to try and um, uh, make it, you know, stronger. Yeah, no, not stronger because it would actually make it weaker. Yeah. That's why, like, in the Clone Wars, you would see Mandalorians get hit by blasters and it would go down. It's because they're not wearing pure Beskar. Or you have, like, Boba Fett and you have a dent in your helmet forever. Try to find something. You would have to get a a, a Beskar hammer, like how the ha- hammerer has, in order to take that dent out. Well, yeah, that, that episode ends that way, and that was a short episode too. I believe it was like a it, it wasn't even thirty minutes. I believe. Yeah, that was a short episode. Like like we said earlier before, it's like watching The Last of Us. We get basically like an hour episode, and then we go to this way. It's twenty minutes. It's like, come on, guys, you guys are Disney. <laughs> I don't drop four hundred dollars on my Disney Disney um Disneyland pass for you guys to do this short of an episode, guys. Come on. <laughs> I don't go to Disneyland once every four years for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, guys. Thank you for listening to the episode. Uh, we'll be back sooner than you think. And <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we're out, guys. Shoot. Shoot.